Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Matt in the Morning, a special edition of the Matt and Shannon Show. Today we bring on a panel that includes Matt Zapon, J-Dubs, and Noah Ring. It's going to be incredible. You guys are not going to want to miss out on this conversation. We're going to talk everything from mail-in voting to the new SCOTUS pick, and we're going to talk about the presidential debate tomorrow night, the biggest television event in history, probably going to beat MASH, and it's going to be incredible, something everybody's been waiting for for months. Is Joe Biden actually going to show up? It's a big question, and we answer all of these large and looming questions in today's episode of Matt in the Morning. Yes, sir. Let's, Let's rock it and roll it all night long, baby. All right, cool, cool. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Matt in the Morning. We are in three different time zones. We got No Ring, J Dubs, and Matt Zapon. Um, I don't know if you guys want to mention where you guys are at. I'm starting with Noah. Let's start with Noah. Well, I'm currently down traveling down I-77. I believe in North Carolina. Could be wrong. Could be South Dakota. I have no idea. All right, and yeah, he's from Georgia, and then we got J Dubs. Um, well, I'm originally from Arizona, but uh, I go to school up here in Minnesota, so uh, just stuck up here. All righty, and then Matt Zapon. Hi, I'm from Altoona, Pennsylvania. It's right in the heartland of Pennsylvania. We're in the part that many refer to as Pennsylvania uh, because we're very conservative up here, unlike Philadelphia. All right, guys. Well, I'm hoping to hear some good perspectives on a lot of what's going on. That's why I kind of wanted to hold this little like get together right here on a Monday morning. We got the debate tomorrow. The tax return, maybe. the New York Times, the big drop. It, maybe, maybe we'll have a debate tomorrow. Hopefully, we call it. I know. No, I mean, I, I, not not to take over your show, but I mean, did you guys see that that Ralph Northam tested positive for the virus, and Ralph and Jill Biden were together? Hmm. I didn't know that. I didn't Just even saying, know. Yeah, yeah. Some good stuff to good stuff to note. Awesome, awesome. So I know I wanted to start off with Matt Zapon on the tax returns. Uh, big story, New York Times. They come out. Um, and everybody's saying it's the biggest news story. They got Trump this time. It's going to tie to Russia. But, Matt, you got any commentary on that? Yeah, well, first off, I'd just like to mention that they are alleged. They're allegations. They're not real. Possibly, possibly they could be real. But I think one of the interesting developments that I've seen from this, not is that Trump only paid 750 You know, this is me entertaining the fact that they could be real or, or fake. We don't know, but we're just pretending they're real here. The fact that he paid $750 in taxes in 2017 has a lot of people very upset. The thing, I don't think people understand the U.S. tax codes. First off, Donald Trump was not president in 2016, and he became president in 2017, but didn't readjust the taxes completely till the end of 2017. So had he only paid $750, A, that was Obama's tax code, Obama's IRS. So that was Obama that would have given him that ability. And B, I think the interesting thing to think about here, too, is 2016, Donald Trump ran for president. That was his focus. He wasn't bringing in millions or billions of dollars. And in 2017, he was president of the United States, and he has donated his money. He's donated his salary to different departments. He's donated his salary every single time. So this notion that people are taxed on their wealth, and yet they're trying to say that this is his income tax that he only paid 750 if you even if you're worth four billion dollars if you lose money in the course of a year why would you be paying millions of dollars in taxes if you lose money or just i guess even just donate your money then next that's you know you can write that off that's that's charitable that's charitable so i don't really think people fully grasp what's going on and it's definitely not something that's going to get trump i mean what the past month we've had three oh this is it we've got them and it hasn't really affected the polls at all at yeah. least not detracted from Trump. So any notion that this is a god and whatever, honestly, of the three things that have been mentioned, 
it's it's the least relevant. It's the least relevant. Yeah, and it clears it clears the floor. I think Joe Biden. We all know Joe Biden and the crime family with China, and he's even done it, and and he's uh gotten some taxes, and he's worked the system a little bit as well. And I think that's hey, it's just uh got some smart accountants, and you know how to work the tax code correctly. You can you can pay limited taxes. So I, I got to say that Donald Trump, uh, they always they always try to get him every single day for the last four years. You've seen it every. Yep. They're trying to get him on anything and everything. It's kind of the it's supposed to be the October surprise per se here at the end of September, and and I don't think it's going to affect him. Um, J Dubs, any commentary on this? I mean, Matt said a lot of it, but uh, you know, uh, it's good accounting and it's all legal. So there's a lot of people out there that are all, uh, especially the blue checkmark Twitter is all all over it. You know, with their uh, somehow expertise on everything and you know, claiming that he cheated the system and you don't really cheat a system when it's within the rules. So I don't know how that, that, that plays well, you know, at all with anybody who has a brain and understands tax codes, you know, um, every American who pays taxes, they all don't pay exactly what they're supposed to pay because they're always working things in and out. People have accountants, people have family members that are accounts. There's people who do each other, they, people who do each other's taxes and the whole goal of doing taxes, what can I save? So we, technically no one's ever really in their tax bracket all the time because some people have really good accountants. Some, some people don't care as much. They do their own taxes. That's all an individual thing. So to, uh, and Matt said it perfectly about, he, he gave his $400,000 salary every year. He's, he, has, he doesn't really have a job besides being president. And, and, and in some ways he's retired from doing what he does. His son's taken over his business and he's focusing on being the president of the United States. We all knew this was going to come out at some point. I personally think it was unethical. If it, if it was his taxes, that's unethical. It's no one's business to release or, or to leak a private citizen's taxes. I mean, obviously right now he's a public servant, but those are private taxes. The, mm -hmm. and, I, and this whole tax debate thing, I've never cared. I don't care about a billionaire's taxes. It's ridiculous. People just want something to be mad about and they think it's a way to cause anger with, from the left side because the left side of the aisle has this, uh, I mean, it's common for them to, to want to eat the rich. It's been a common theme and uh, it's a growing theme and especially as the left continues to take over, the leftists continue to take over the moderate uh, side of the party, so. Yep, exactly. All right, Ring X Media founder right here, Noah Ring. What's your commentary and thoughts on this? He's a baller, man. I mean, to be worth billions of dollars and you're only paying about seven, let's say $1,500 over the course of two years, it's baller. You know, Donald Trump is somebody who, who is not – he's somebody who was, a, who was a good businessman, a great businessman. But this is stuff that, you know, your local sole proprietors do. I mean, currently, the trip I'm making right now, I'm running that off against my taxes. The idea that Trump is cheating the system, it, it, it's asinine. I've been saying for years, this is why we should move to a sales tax only. You can't really cheat sales tax. I mean, you go, you buy some stuff, and that, that gets taxed. But the idea that this is going to be the one that gets Trump, it, it, it's crazy. They've said that this is the story that will bring down the Trump presidency 60 times over the last two, three, four years. Also... Why is nobody talking about Hunter Biden's tax returns that shows he got $3.5 million from the, the mayor of Moscow's wife? That if anything is Russia collusion, that's Russia collusion. He got that money while his dad was serving as vice president. 
that's the that's the story about taxes that people need to be talking about. Yeah, exactly. A hundred percent. I know Don Jr. They'd say if he even made a, I know they got him on the, on the phone call and the amount of legal fees that he has to do to defend himself. And now Don, John, Don Jr. If he would have done anything that Hunter Biden did with, with China and any of the Ukraine deals and any of that, it would have been front page news, Donald Trump. It would be, Oh, it would be incredible. The stuff. So speaking of Biden debate tomorrow night, what are your guys' initial thoughts on it? I know, Biden's been taking a lot of short days lately, finishing his days at 9, 10 in the morning, heading back home. They're keeping him locked up in the basement. He's getting ready for debates, probably memorizing some lines, some talking points. And um, and Chris Wallace is going to be moderating this tonight. I like everybody's been hyping up Chris Wallace. I love it. The Fox News. I'll t- tune in. Well, Chris Wallace, this newsman. Incredible. Um, and we all know Chris Wallace and his interview and his style and his kind of gotcha questions and expect this tax one to probably be one tomorrow night. Um, what are your initial thoughts? Let's start um, with J-Dubs on this one. Oh, uh, well, um, I used to, I mean, Chris Wallace, he's better than what uh, CNN and MSNBC and other, uh, you know, media groups uh, can produce. I do. I think uh, Brett Baer would be probably a better choice instead of Chris Wallace, because I think Chris Wallace is, um, because of so much spotlight that he's been uh, been given the past four years and and the lefts for some reason are they, they just love him so much until he says one thing that they don't like right so uh, but I think uh, he's gonna go with the gotcha question questions and um, he is the better choice but I would like to see probably a Brett Bear I like Brett Bear a lot I think he's a great interviewer but we won't probably get that at all um, um, but going on to Biden in a debate um, I think it's funny that Trump requested to be drug tested and him be drug tested as well. Um, the reason I would agree with that is because uh, I'm, I think all of us are kind of curious about, uh, about Biden's health, health, his state of health. And if he is taking anything, any uh, stimulants to help him um, now, we don't know if that's true. I, you know, and, you know, it's kind of ridiculous in some sense, but he, uh, he does have, he's in cognitive decline. It's very, very evident, and it's really sad. And um, he's being treated with kid gloves everywhere he goes. And um, this will be a great opportunity, if Trump puts it together correctly, to really derail Biden's presidency. To seal the election, we'll have to win every single debate, in my opinion. Uh, people will be watching these. People are still in lockdown. People are still watching tons of TV, more than they were prior. Um, and this is something that people will be wanting to watch. They're curious about. And to think that majority of Americans aren't curious about Biden's mental state would, you know, that's, a, that's an understatement. You know what I'm saying? Like people really are going to be tuned in and not just to see how Trump does. We all know about Trump. It's to see how Biden does. That's, that, that's the true question. How will this guy do? How will he? Because I think all Trump has to do is, is to get him angry and upset. Because to think Trump has anger issues is nowhere close to how Biden's treated voters, basic regular people asking regular questions. Lying dog faced pony soldier. You better watch yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, threatening to, to, uh, to fight somebody, asking a, a union member. And he's expecting to win the unions, but that's how he talks to union members. He, he, uh, he has some issues. I think he's always been an idiot. If you look at his track record, but he's even more of an idiot now. And it doesn't help that he's in cognitive decline. So, yep. all right, Matt Zapon, let's let's hear it. 
Yeah, well, I will say this is a bit of an unpopular opinion, but I do think out of a lot of reporters that they could have chose, I think, at least in terms of Fox News and everything for an unbiased debate, I think Chris Wallace is one of the better choices. And especially compared to other, especially compared to other media companies, Chris Wallace is definitely going to do better. I've seen him do the, he does do the gotcha questions a lot, but I've seen him do it with Democrats and Republicans. So I hope he gets an opportunity to do it. I know he wanted to do an interview with Biden, similar to the one he did with Trump. And the Biden campaign said Biden was too busy hiding in his basement, appealing to the Bernie voters, because that's what they do too. But it is going to be interesting to see how Chris Wallace presents himself tomorrow and what questions he asks. I do think one of the bad things is a lot of people have been downplaying what, how Biden is going to do tomorrow. Drugs or not, if he goes in and at least can complete his sentences, I think it's going to make him look a lot better to the American public just because of how much he's been played down to be an imbecile, to be incompetent. So I think we do need to look out for that. I think what Trump needs to do is focus in on the terrible, adherent policies that Joe Biden has supported over his 47-year career. I think Trump needs to focus. He just Trump just deemed the KKK a terrorist organization the other day. Why didn't Joe Biden do that over 47 years? The answer is he worked with them. He worked with KKK members in the Senate. He needs to focus in on why did Joe, why does Joe Biden say he wants an end to rioting whenever the police violence wouldn't have happened without the 1994 crime bill. Those are just some examples, but those, that's what Trump needs to handle in on. I, I think that the cognitive decline, if it's there, it's going to, which it clearly is, but if it's there tomorrow, I think it's clearly going to expose itself what Trump needs to do is fluster Biden, call his record. It's been 47 years of miserable policy. The only good thing I know that Joe Biden has done was he voted for Clarence Thomas. And yeah, that's about all I can say. I think that's what the Trump campaign should be focusing on. And, and he's flip-flopped on every, every issue there is. So it's like yep. he's fracking one second, then anti-fracking. And then he's like, yep. well, I'm not, I'm not for everything in the Green New Deal, but then comes out, I'm full in support of the Green New Deal. So I think I think you got to attack, I think, Biden on his policy, and I think you got to show some class tomorrow. I think Trump's going to get after it, but I think he's going to we, – we also talk about in debates and stuff, presidential debates especially, is that inc incumbent disadvantage. You have Biden who comes out. I think a win for him is he comes out, complete sentences. He's probably going to have some pre-scripted talking points. Um, and if he really focuses on, on – the, I think that's where you attack Biden is the policy. I think a lot of people are like, okay, we don't want to get rid of all of police. Like that's one of the things that defund the police movement. But then he's come out and he said, vice versa on flip sides. He's like, oh yeah, no, yeah, I think we should. And then he's not. So it's, I think the American people want straightforward answers. And I think Donald Trump comes out with some class. And if, and if Biden does slip, I think Trump has to really watch himself. He can't just go, just totally just tear him to pieces, you know, and then people are going to go, oh, well, no, there's no empathy there for Joe Biden. And I think that's where Joe Biden's winning right now is people don't like Trump's personality, even though most Americans would probably agree that Trump's policy is good. But as we've heard of many arguments is the presidency and bringing the class back and a lot of those arguments, those are kind of where the style, people don't like his style, but I think if Trump comes out and goes, hey, I may not have the best style, but I can get the results done, I think people are going to turn out and vote for him. And and as we've seen with the tax returns, hey, people don't want, that's a, that's a very sensitive topic for a lot of people is, is taxes. And if you can help them out in that, we saw with the tax cuts in, the, in, this, in this first presidential term, I think, hey, what are we going to do in the second term as well? What's, what's going to keep going? Make America great again. I know COVID is a big setback. So um, Noah, let's, what, what do you think? Do you think, who do you think wins the first debate tomorrow night? 
Well, like I said, if, if Joe Biden comes out perked up on Adderall, I think he'll do a good job. He's, he's got, like you said, 47 years. He ran for the Senate six times. He ran, you know, he obviously had a campaign for vice president twice. I think he, he, he's, he's experienced in debates. I don't think he's the best. I mean, I think Paul Ryan won the debate a couple of years ago. So I think that, but I think I disagree with you guys. I think Trump does have to come out swinging. Trump, I think a big portion of Trump winning in 2016 was his famous, you'd be in jail, mic drop. So whenever, if Joe Biden starts to stutter and starts to just talk about black kids wanting to touch his leg hair, Trump needs to point that out because the media will, will have to cover that and it'll show average everyday Americans. And to get back to Chris Wallace, um, you know, I think I have a lot of respect for Chris. I think he's a good journalist. Of, of course, me personally, I, I would like to see a, like a three-person panel uh, from people from Fox, you know, get you a Tucker on there, get you, get you people who are going to ask really tough policy questions. But I think Chris is good. I think overall, it's really telling that everyone involved outside of Joe Biden wanted to go on Joe Rogan. Trump said he wanted to go on Joe Rogan's podcast. I don't, I, I just, I, I, I'll be, I'd love to be proved wrong here in about 36 hours, but I have a high feeling that Trump's, that Trump, Trump and Biden will not share a stage in debate. Hmm. That's an interesting take there. I think a lot of people are, this is highly anticipated for, for news. I think people are like, this is going to be one of the highest uh, tuned in debates and maybe one of the biggest television events ever. I think a lot of people are curious and, and I think that is interesting. I think Trump, and I think Trump will come up and I think Trump in every debate, even, even with the Hillary Clinton, I think he has to at the right opportune time, have that mic drop moment because again, people are not going to, you're going to have people right. tune in, but like you said, what's going to be the headlines the next morning? What's going to be the headlines for the next week till the next debate? So it's, and literally, I think, what is it next, next week is when California sends out mail, mail out ballots here. I don't know how it looks in other States. And I know I'm assuming J dubs your absentee and then Pennsylvania battleground state. And I don't know what Georgia's looking like right now. So it's, it's quite interesting. Um, that's what I kind of wanted to segue into is the mail in voting and what voting looks like in each state. Um, that battleground state, Pennsylvania, what's it looking like over there? So back in 2019, the state legislature from Pennsylvania, they voted on something called Act 77, which was for mail-in ballots. Effectively, what it did at that point in late 2019 was it expanded absentee ballots. It let anyone, because effectively to get an absentee ballot in Pennsylvania beforehand, you had to have a special reason to get it. It eliminated that. That was the main thing it did. The trade-off was instead of being able to vote straight ticket in Pennsylvania, is a good thing for big cities. The bad thing is with the COVID-19 pandemic and our activist courts in Pennsylvania, we are now facing a, I'd argue, a constitutional crisis in the state. They just made it that you can turn in a ballot three days after the election, Friday, November 6th. They say you can turn it in. It can have, here, here are the regulations, right? If it has a postmark from November 4th, they won't accept it. If you turn it in as a postmark from November 3rd, they'll accept it. Okay, it makes sense. The part that doesn't make sense is if you turn it in three days late, up to three days late, it can have no postmark or an ineligible one. You can't tell what it is and they will still accept it. So effectively, you can have no postmark, no proof of when you filled out that ballot and they will still accept it. I know there's been a lot of concern in my state just the other day in Luzerne County, which was one of the classical democrat states or i'm county sorry and they went for trump last time just the other day in luzerne county they found nine military absentee ballots in a ditch seven of which were for trump it was a little misreported people said 100 percent of the ballots were for trump 
it was seven ballots for Trump, two for Biden. But regardless, it doesn't matter if, if this is for Trump or Biden, why are people throwing out votes? Why are people getting rid of votes? And I mean, clearly it's overwhelmingly Trump votes, and, but it's just, it's, it's unbelievable what's going on in this, in this great commonwealth I call my home that I love with my heart. The fact that this, this is even considered constitutional whatsoever, that they can just kick the Green Party off the ballot, that they can turn in any vote. And here's another thing, the mail-in ballots now, they don't have your signature on the mail-in ballot does not have to match your actual signature with your voter registration card so effectively they can challenge petitions that the green party submitted because of signatures but you can vote for joe biden or donald trump or whoever you want and the signature doesn't have to match that makes so little sense wow that makes so little sense and just emphasize this you can turn in a ballot three days after the election November 6th, you can turn in a ballot with no postmark and they'll accept it. Wow. Unbelievable. It's wow. unbelievable. And this is what happens when Republicans sleep on election days on off years. And it's just disgusting. Yep. We're seeing here in California, Gavin Newsom, Newsom uh, extended it by 17 days here. And, and the wow. thing with people, we already know California, it's already an uphill battle in the state as it is to get a Republican elected. We have a lot of Republicans running and they have a good chance, but with the mail-in voting process and and like you talked about with the mail-in voting, there's voter ID and information on the outside of your envelope. Like there's a, you get a number ID and right at the uh, end, it'll have the, the party identification, correct? And I'm correct. I think so I Pennsylvania in the primary, it was handled that way. They're, in Pennsylvania in the primary, they were in the general, they are not doing that. Actually, they allow ballots if they're not in a secret, secrecy envelope. And apparently that's going to be a point of contention in Philadelphia because I know Philadelphia just said their secrecy envelope is transparent, which I don't really understand how. So they, I, I don't really know what they're trying to get up there, but that effectively invalidates all of them given the law and what the courts said. So it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. And here in California, we have ballot harvesting full sway. So Republicans, Democrats are going to be doing it. And you know, we saw in 2018, yeah, how every, disgusting. every single race, Democrats won that won their seat in, in those races that they were running in. And we saw people, we saw somebody with a 5000 vote lead the night before the or during the election night, and then wake up the next morning and be down three or four points. Yeah. So that Orange County seat. That was in Orange County. It was here in the Central Valley. It's the uh, David Valadeo is a common one, but there is Orange County also flipped many seats of Republican stronghold for many years, and they flipped every seat in Orange County during that election. And then we got Mike Garcia just recently, so that was a, a win win back for for that district. But it's we see it up and down the valley. The fraud here in the, because California majority of people in California I think are conservative and hold Republican values but it's San Francisco LA that controls our policy and there's a new proposition with new California but I just think when you have uh, ballot harvesting you're bringing in a lot of things and you can request ballot boxes to be put anywhere and you can request as many and then there's no really rules to those ballot boxes a lot of people don't realize so you can put up a sign by the ballot boxes that they're putting out for this election or put pamphlets out for pro whatever candidate there's really no rules for these ballot boxes in California. So we're going to see probably the most fraud we've ever seen. And it's both sides are really going to have to work hard to make sure the integrity in our election, getting involved, walking precincts, like all of that stuff, just to make sure that everything's good. Like, and that, and that ballots go in and ballots don't go missing, but 
as we've seen with every election, ballots do go missing. They end up in closets, in dumpsters, in dumps, everywhere. And then we wonder, okay. And California in the primaries, they said they just realized that a million votes didn't get counted in the primaries. wonder how that would have changed the state of California. Yeah. Uh, so um, that's some big stuff right there. So um, that's so. what are your guys's, what does it look like in, uh, in, well, it's in Minnesota, but you're from Arizona. So I'm assuming you're doing absentee. What's the situation up in Minnesota right now, Arizona? Well, I, I know I sent a few of you guys uh, the Project Veritas thing that I saw today and I watched this morning. I sent it to a lot of my friends here. And, um, and it goes back to that. I think ballot harvesting is probably one of the worst ideas. I think it's very, uh, it, 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 for, for a party that tries to challenge the Republicans uh, all the time on if they're destroying the democracy, they really go out of their way to destroy a democracy by implementing laws by the skin of their teeth, like ballot harvesting and and, and what that video project Veritas was just, it it was, it was shocking, but at the same time, it wasn't, this is something that people have been complaining about in California for a long time, you know, and it always, I've lived in California. I've lived there for a little while and and people do not like the rules there and they go out and they vote and then somehow there's landslides of, ta- uh, of high taxes on literally everything. People can't live there. People are leaving because they can't live. Yet you're telling me all these people are okay with, with voting for these things that are pushing them out of the state? You're telling me people who don't have the money uh, want to continue to not have money and be stuck in a state that treats them like crap? You know, I, I, it's hard to believe this. And, and so, that, you know, that, that you, you've seen this for a long time. This has been going on for a long time. If you do any, if you read any history, I took a class a while back on uh, political machines in urban, it, it was uh, urban politics. I did, a, in majority of the time I'm learning about this stuff, it was all Democrat political machines. There was like one Republican political machine in Kansas City that I remember learning about. But the rest of the stuff that you see, these tactics, these ballot harvesting, these these uh, um, taking advantage of certain voting blocks. This is very common in, in Democrat strategies to win elections. Tam, uh, uh, I always pronounce it wrong, but Tammany Hall or whatever uh, in New York, they used to hand out like turkeys to sway votes, like something's that small, right? So we'll give you this if you do this. There's a lot of that bargaining going on. You heard a lot of that bargaining that was being talked about in that video from Project Veritas that they got a hold of, of the ballot harvesting. The guy said money wins elections and, he, and he's right. You know, um, and that was a very content, uh, Ilhan Omar, and I forgot the other guy's name, but he, um, yeah, that, that, that whole situation, there was, it was already, it was very, like, he was out raising her with money. So, but he, he ends up, uh, you notice that he was really neck to neck with her. And then out of nowhere, she just spiked up, blew him out, you know, um, and she has a lot of, you know, she has a lot of issues. That's a whole other story. But with this whole thing with the elections right now, this mail-in voting, we have a lot of issues that challenge the integrity of our election system. That's probably been going on a lot longer than, than you know, Trump, the Trump era. This stuff's been going on a long time. The Democrats, if anything Trump's d- done great on, he's exposed these people. These people are crazy. They do not believe in this country. And they want to see their power overrule everyone else. They don't believe in the same things half the other country or more than half the country believes in. They completely take control. They're, they are a cancer. 
I remember someone jumping on Fox News a while back saying that he's happy people are leaving California and spreading their, their you know, voting the same way they would vote in California to other states and, and completely dismantling those states' tax codes, they completely dismantling the states the way they do elections, you know? And talking about Philadelphia, Philadelphia's re Republican legislature needs to challenge these courts and they have to do it fast before they start voting, you know? Uh, so. It's a, it's, a, it's a shit show this year, to my, my language, but, you know, and, and I'm, I am worried about it, about the integrity of our elections, so. Yeah, 100%. And if the people out there watching this, um, if you don't know the James O'Keefe video that, that re was released last night, and it's about 17 minutes, you can go check it out on YouTube, Project Veritas. And I think it was with Joel Olson, and, and they showed the video of a, one of the gentlemen in the video. I can't remember. It's like, I think it's like King Mohammed. It's something in there that's a, that's the username or whatever, but he had 300 ballots in his car and they were showing video evidence and, and various people that work for the Democrat party there in Minnesota. And I just, it's incredible. We talk about, wow. we talk about voter fraud on video. The, and then this is the night before the week starts. This is one of the biggest news drops, but you're not going to hear the mainstream media talk about it. And we're not going to hear it. CNN, MSNBC, you're going to hear about Trump's tax returns all the way until tomorrow night. And then there's going to be something tomorrow they're going to bust Trump on. So, and so I think that's just going to be some big stuff. So Noah, what's it looking like in Georgia right now with the, with the election there? We got him on there. We may have lost him. Might have went in a dead zone. Yeah, probably, probably. Well, God bless Georgia. Uh, you know, first of all, I want to. God bless Georgia. Okay, you know, I, I just want to say that I am proud to live in a state where I believe our elections will be secure. I'll, you know, we're not we're not like California. Like, what was it? Uh, was it North Carolina? Or the Secretary of State was telling dead people to register or something. You know, we live in a state that we win by, by delivering. We don't want to win by stealing. I'm glad that Governor Kemp and Secretary of State Raffensperger have allowed us the ability to go in person and vote, but also to, to get an absentee if we're worried about our health, which uh, many in Georgia are not worried about our health. I can be 100% honest with that. Um, you know, it's, it's completely crazy. And this is why I'm also commending President Trump for nominating somebody who will fight against these injustices uh, within the legal process, like getting him to sit without a postmark and it still counts. I mean, that, that's absolutely crazy. You guys can admit, you guys have as well. I mean, the, the feelings of watch parties are either really good or really bad. But could you imagine you party all night, you know, yeah, we're winning by, you know, whatever, 20,000 votes. And then you wake up the next morning and wait, we're losing. And it happens all the time. You know, I was, I was on a campaign a couple months ago and I was with a guy, the, the, the candidate was talking to this girl from uh, New York who was running for Congress. And she, uh, that night, won her, camp, won her thing by, by about roughly 3,000 votes. She won the primary by roughly 3,000 votes. Well, the next day they found a bunch of absentee ballots with uh, that were already cut open and which normally aren't supposed to be counted. And, and then he ended up winning. And this guy had not, had never campaigned. He had $500 in his bank, in his, his campaign bank account. It just goes to show you like the power at hand when we, we take it out of the simple, you go, you cast your vote, you go home. 
you know, in Georgia, you cast the ballot, it prints out a piece of paper with all your selections, you verify it, you put it into a scanner, it shows you all your selections, you hit certified, and then your vote's certified, your vote counts. So I'm just glad that uh, on October 12th, I will be going to the polling place and voting early and getting it done with. And I'm glad that I live in a state that is not doing anything crazy like where J-Dubs resides in Minnesota. And you know, obviously we all know Matt in California. We pray for him every night. And then up in, uh, up in Matt up there in Pennsylvania. Yep. All right. Yeah, and that, and that, um, and then you just heard we have the big news. Um, Amy Cornett, or I, sorry, I'm just butchered her name. Um, <laughs> Tony Barrett. Um, sorry, that was, I was like kind of slipped up there a little bit. Um, You're good. Confirmation, confirmation on the Supreme Starting to sound like Joe Biden a little bit, Matt. I know. Hey, hey I'm watching a little too much Joe Biden uh, debate prep. You know, I'm just watching too many of his videos. Uh, yeah, you know, Corn Pop, you know, he was a bad dude. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be I, that would be kind of funny to hear about that tomorrow in the debate. And then so I do. yeah, no, I think that'd be kind of fun to hear about Corn Pop. Some more stories. I need to hear about his days um, in Delaware. I think that'd be no malarkey. Yeah, some malarkey. Yes, yes. So yeah, to close out the show, I just think we are in an uphill battle. I wanted to hear your guys' reactions. I know it's been a few days now since Trump's Supreme Court pick with Amy, and and the media's already going after her. She's Catholic. I think she has seven kids, right? And the media are like just hounding her already. And we're going to see probably something similar to Kavanaugh when those hearings start here in a week or two. What were your guys' thoughts on the comp or on the on the nominee pick? And do you think that she will be confirmed before the election? Um, J Dubs, sorry. Um, I hope she's confirmed before the election. I they already have the votes, basically. And I'm tired of hearing about the Mitch McConnell rule because before Mitch McConnell, uh, Chuck Schumer had the Chuck Schumer rule. And before him, it was, it was uh, a Biden rule. So I'm tired of the hypocrisy. I know this is politics. And that's why, that's why I didn't care. It's politics, man. They have, they've had control of the Senate for a long time now, the Republicans. They can do what they want. They, didn't, they don't have to confirm anyway. They could tell Trump, they can give Trump the middle finger if they wanted to, you know what I'm saying? But they don't because that's his party. And, and since they're, you know, they got, we got a Republican in the White House and you got a Republican ran Senate. And obviously the Republicans who, who the people put in there, people care about Supreme Court votes. People really do. They care about the Supreme Court a lot. The Supreme Court has a little bit more power than they should, you know, you know, but that's a lot because of the, how much integrity that people put, like they view the Supreme Court with to have, you know, so they, uh, I really, really think that she will hopefully be uh, put in. I've been a fan of her. I think she should have went in instead of Kavanaugh. I'm not a big Kavanaugh fan. She should have been a put in, um, but let's just hope and pray. I think she's a great pick. And, and I think a lot of the attacks that Democrats are going to have on her will hurt them with the Catholic base. You're muted, Matt. Matt, you're muted. You're yep, muted. Sorry, yep, sorry, I got the Zoom call. And now, man, you guys are uh, Joe Biden's first time doing this uh, this kind of style show. So, yeah, give me a little <laughs> grace here. Uh, Matt, upon a minute. Uh, what are your thoughts on the response? Well, I do think that the response is just vehemently disgusting. I mean, she adopted children from Haiti. You hear these virtue signalers on the left in the media. All they do is go on about Black Lives Matter. All they do is go on about injustices and inequity and everything of the sort. None of them adopt kids from bad areas. 
None of them do that. Second thing is they say no person should fear what their religion is. They're literally just degrading her. And this is personal for me. I am a Catholic. They're degrading her for being a Catholic. Joe Biden's a Catholic. Nancy Pelosi's a Catholic. Why aren't they standing up? Why aren't they degraded? They shouldn't be degraded for their religion, but why does the media ignore that? Why aren't they standing up? They need to stand up for Amy and say her religion has nothing to do with it. Her religion has nothing to do with her appointment. She's overqualified for the court. I, absolutely, I think that she will be put on. I mean, like J-Dub said, they do have the votes. I'm a little concerned for what that may do for the Senate majority. I think it's a tough situation because if we, if we don't fill it, the Democrats are going to be mobilized. If we do fill it, they're going to be very mad about what happened in 2016, even though it was slightly different because it would take more than a minute to explain that. Awesome. Awesome. All right, guys. So we just, I know I wanted to get to Noah. Um, I just want to give Noah the quick floor. I'm going to give you guys a quick roundabout. If you guys have anything to promote about 30 seconds a piece, if you guys want to close out the show. So, um, yeah, no, anything to promote or any messages for before tomorrow night? Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, first and foremost, again, I'm, I'm, I'm betting that it doesn't happen, but if it does, I'd like to get us all back here soon to talk about it. Cause I think we can both agree. Biden's not going to say a lot. Everywhere. Uh, Vino ring. That's uh, Vino ring on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, listen to the left free ring podcast, but thanks again for having me on Matt. Awesome. Matt Zapon, Politics Now. Any any quick messages from you? Uh, yes, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. To everyone watching this, get out and vote. You have a few days left to do it, depending on your state. I know Pennsylvania is October 19th. It takes two minutes to register to vote. You need to have your voice heard. You can't sit on your hands. It's too important of an election. Don't do that. Get out and vote. Do it by mail. It can't be safe by mail if you request it. Do it by mail. Do it in person. I don't care. Get out and vote. You need to. Thank you. Awesome. J-Dub. Go just follow me at uh, J-Dub's blog. So uh, that's my uh, Twitter handle. I hopefully be on Matt's show as, as much as he'll let me on, you know, so this has been a great experience. Thank you so you know, much. We're going to be getting some debate after this. We'll get some more coverage on that. But make sure to like and subscribe to Matt and Chan's show. And this has been Matt in the morning. Awesome. Thank you.